Welcome to the e-commerce growth show brought to you by Segmentify. Welcome to the e-commerce growth show. This will be our Black Friday special episode with a fantastic guest from AMC Networks. Welcome to our show, Yaskin. Thank you so much, Owner, for having me. And I'm really excited to be here and then talking to you about Black Friday and Cyber Monday and then the holiday season overall. Before we get going, I'd like to quickly introduce myself. My name is Yaskin Yuje. I am Director of Products at ANC Network. I've been focusing on our biggest shows, The Walking Dead, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, and NYC Universe. Some of the, the portfolio products that I manage is e-commerce sites for our intellectual property. Well, thank you very much for being with us uh, with this special episode. My first First question would be, there's a lot of pressure on brands in terms of Black Friday. I don't know if you're feeling that pressure, but what are the main challenges of this period? How the challenges have shifted in the last couple of years, especially during the pandemic? As the effects of the pandemic are almost erased, what do you expect differently? It's a very interesting question. Actually, we don't know what to expect at this moment because of COVID, supply chain issues happened last year and a year before. And then also, you know, shoppers started shopping already. We are beginning of October as we are recording this. A Black Friday campaign started. A lot of shoppers started buying their holiday gifting. For us, the challenge is the supply chain issues last year demanded consumers to start shopping early. There was a notion that we, you might not have enough products, you might not have enough gifts. But this year, I am noticing because of what happened last year, a lot of big retailers or e-commerce shops started actually ordering more products to be available to uh, consumers. But another trend is every year, Black Friday or Cyber Monday actually becoming much, much nosier to be able to reach out to customers, targeting them on social media, newsletters, and everything else and discount. And um, you're seeing that every year, actually Black Friday sales started shifting earlier and earlier. So this year, we are actually planning to start mid-October, almost a month before Black Friday. Of course, that right after Black Friday, since we manage e-commerce shop, we are planning to do Cyber Monday deals. That's great to hear. Well, I've been reading a lot about Black Friday and almost most people believe Black Friday is the most important day of the year. But the the numbers, the status are like completely different. And Saturday before Christmas is like mostly the day that retailers are looking after. So when you compare with Black Friday, Cyber Monday to Saturday before Christmas, what do you see in, in your cases? Our case is just a little bit different. I think that, you know, um, our e-commerce shops are not really selling like a regular products, other e-commerce or Amazon will sell, will sell. And now we are selling branded content, branding uh, t-shirts, specific products from our show. In this case, for example, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead is is in its last season. It's going to go away around mid-November. And then, of course, we have some other spin-offs and everything else. But most of the time, the fans are actually trying to get good deals on The Walking Dead-related or Walking Dead-branded uh, merchandise. And Black Friday is really important to us because most of our overall, uh, we spend a lot of marketing dollars around Black Friday and then e-commerce, everything is being online and finding consumers online, targeting them online and getting them to the shop to spend. The money that we put on advertising or marketing actually comes back to us like 10x most of the mm -hmm. time. In Black Friday, our strategy uh, would be the same. 
just advertise, reach out to fans, reach out to people, and then, you know, to be able to get them good deals, take advantage of Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals on our e-commerce shop. I actually did not know much about maybe the, the other reference that you had for maybe right before Christmas might be a good number for other retailers that they might be, you know, getting gifts for the family members or last minute. But since we're an online shop and then we have to start thinking about, hey, if someone buys it right before Christmas, uh, probably they won't be able to get it in the next two or three weeks. Lastly, before we hit December, we start getting notifications from our mailing companies, UPS, FedEx, saying that this holiday season, because of shortages and everything else, or the, the bandwidth of a lot of people are ordering, we also expect delays. So the right before Christmas uh, does not really apply to us. And Black Friday is mostly where we spend our advertising dollars or uh, we put in more effort into marketing goods for the customers. Great to hear. We see Black Friday's impact not only in the electronics market, but mostly in all markets. And it's been like impacting throughout the years. And you're more than an online store. It's like an entertainment area uh, with mixture of e-commerce. Although I know you have a good story. Uh, I don't know if you want to mention about that, but I want to ask you, have you ever experienced a beard or a funny moments where like uh, in terms of entertainment, Halloween, Black Friday uh, intersected, or maybe you want to tell a different story rather than the one I know. Well, I mean, as a consumer, I live in New York, United States for the last 18 years. I experienced Black Friday sales and you go to, um, you, you try to go to an store brick and mortar store and then it's really challenging to be able to buy things and then with covid that more people actually started buying online and things like that and you know getting something on your door rather than driving to a shopping mall burst into doors and try to get the last uh, item and things like that i think you know it becomes like you know a little bit challenging and then you know it always surprised me just growing up in other culture and then coming to the united states seeing this personally i had no luck buying something thing that I wanted and waited on a brick and mortar store. And then if you go to any online store at the moment, the first thing that you will see that, hey, sign up for newsletters and get 15% off or 20% off. Everything is on sale anytime and 24 seven, doesn't matter. It's Black Friday or not Black Friday. It's kind of, you know, I think that it, for consumers, it's like might be very frustrating because Amazon actually just run their Prime Day a few days ago and then more companies are targeting me with their own messaging discounts and things like that. I don't need to buy another pair of shoes, but because of those ads, I keep buying more shoes and more shoes. Exactly. And then I get them on discounted prices. From the entertainment perspective, I think that, you know, something that I'm really excited and then it was really, really uh, fun to work on. And it was interesting to look at a TV and entertainment media industry to see that how we can turn into e-commerce is that we have a new TV series called Interview with the Vampire. And um, this is written by well-known author Anne Rice. And I'm mm -hmm. um, it's a story of a vampire and that uh, there was a movie in the 1990s and that now AMC is turning into TV series. It's not really related to Black Friday, but it's exciting is that we looked at this intellectual property IP and then we actually kind of create an e-commerce shop that opens when the vampires rise when the sun sets and when the vampire rise it's called the night market you when you get in there you kind of get a goods from merchandise from the show some high quality for example the roses that they don't fade away 
things like that. And then one of the interesting things that we sold and then we actually got good coverage, media coverage was we sold a coffin for the interview with the vampire. The debate was like, are we going to sell it? I was about to say that, hey, we're going to sell it in you know, three hours, but I think that it will be so generous, maybe just be conservative, say that, hey, it's going to sell in three days. But actually, we sold in the three hours after the shop is opening the first time. So the fans are actually demanding goods, demanding interesting products, uh, merchandise from the TV series, because it's being part of the culture and then being part of that, you know, specific fan group. Most of the items are that, you know, one of a kind or that, you know, it could be collector's items. And years later, you know, you look at it and you're like, hey, I got this like 20 years ago, The Walking Dead. It was a TV show. Now it was a, it's maybe something else. We don't know. We know how the, you know, the Hollywood and then the entertainment industry starts creating the same movies and the same content over and over again uh, for the new audiences. So maybe 20 years later, you have something vintage from The Walking Dead show. Yeah, I mean, maybe in 20 years time, we'll be able to see it on eBay for a very, very high price. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I have a little box and, uh, you know, I have all these, you know, nice items that I collected and I call it my uh, uh, kids uh, college fund. Mm -hmm. So when they need to go to college, maybe they could sell one of those toys and, uh, you know, pay for the school. Uh, you never know any of these as a fun fact that I, I do that for my kids. Well, I've been in the e-commerce business for a very long time. Like I admire all the technology put into websites, like how we benefit from that technology. In terms of like uh, features such as personalization on your website, how does it benefit for you? And especially with holiday season, how do you benefit from these kinds of technologies? It's a really great question. Um, you know, technology is the main driver of, you know, predictive marketing. And then, of course, that, you know, there are a lot of AI, machine learning, social media, a lot of tracking, direct-to-consumer communications. Mostly, I am actually, what interests me about all this noise happening around consumers, like every day at the end, like I'm a consumer. I might be working for an e-commerce site when I go home or buy things and I need to buy things and replenish things. I go shopping. I buy a t-shirt or I buy clothes for my kids and everything else. Because of COVID and not everyone was working from home and I'm not really going to brick and mortar stores or shopping malls. They were closed for a very long time. I think that, you know, predictive marketing, personalized products or personalized product feeds, not really personalizing the product for the user, like, hey, showing the person what might like, it kind of makes things easier because it works both ways. My, what I would like to accomplish maybe next Black Friday is I have a brand in mind and I need waterproof shoes. I sign up for the newsletters and then I know the price and then probably at one point before Black Friday or during Black Friday or during Cyber Monday I'm either gonna see a Facebook ad showing mm -hmm. that hey these shoes are you know and discounted now or I will get an email or maybe even a text message SMS to my phone to say hey you know what the product that you wanted is here and at a discounted rate for you to be able to buy I don't have to really chase the brands pretty much the brands I'm kind of giving them intent like hey I really like these shoes it happened to me a few times I wanted there was a specific air conditioning brand that I wanted and wanted and wanted it one day 
day, I get an email, hey, there's one in Amazon, go buy it now, discounted rate. And I was able to take advantage of that opportunity at that moment. During Black Friday, I mean, everyone tends to buy things they don't need. I think we do the same thing together as well. But more purchases can mean more returns which is kind of a pain for the companies. What do you think are the best approaches to prevent returns? Because I think it was last week when I read this article about H&M, they started charging returns in the UK and Norway. What do you think about this? As I mentioned earlier, I live in the United States. Even before I moved to the United States, I knew that you could return anything to any store at any moment. Even, you know, you worn the jacket, you could return it six months later. I mean, it, it kind of sounded to me ridiculous at that moment. But I also understand that, you know, as a society, we live in such a past paced environment. And then we've been bombarded with a lot of things. I mean, again, like thinking about COVID, look, I was home with a kid, a toddler, just started walking. We have our second kid. And um, we're kind of trying to, you know, make life fun for us, even though we are going through this pandemic. I'd like to have the option, if I buy something, I would like to be able to return. I mean, that's period. There's no question in my mind for it. And also the thing is that, you know, I'd like to buy more if I am buying anything with the thinking like if I don't like it or if I don't need it, I could return it. I'm assuming that, you know, a lot of the companies that you mentioned it's in UK or you know, in Norway, but in the United States, I really don't think that we have problem with or any concern with any of the returns. Of course, it affects businesses, but in the meantime, that cost is kind of built into the, the pricing price. model. So it's really... You know, the customer satisfaction is the most important thing because you are actually paying for that customer to or that user to become your customer on your site. You already spent so much acquisition advertising dollars to be able to turn that customer into a customer. And then I think it, it becomes much giving that peace of mind to the customers that they could return. I guess it's just priceless. I mean, I just bought a, another stroller in my personal life. We bought it from Amazon and then it was shipped in the next three days. If you wanted to buy a stroller, it's like a car. Like, you know, you need to go and see it and test drive it, everything else. But for us, it was like, let's ask friends, let's ask other people. Let's take a look at the reviews. You know, it was a huge purchase. It was $600, $700 offered per purchase, uh, a big ticket item. We give it a shot for another week and week and a half. It turned out that, hey, we spent this money, but it's not actually what we we're looking for. It was so easy to pack it. And that even in some cases in the United States that, you know, if you buy anything from Amazon, you don't even have to pack it. Like you could literally bring it to the uh, UPS store and then they just scan and pack it for you. Because, you know, I don't have the boxes. I don't have the plastic, the cover or the foam or the tape or the printer to be able to print the label and go to the UPS store or FedEx to ship it back. I think that, you know, things are much easier to return in United States rather than, you know, maybe in UK or Norway. Yeah, gotcha. My next question is going to be more personal. I don't want you to think about it. Just tell me the three things that's going to come to your mind at the first sight. What is your Black Friday wish list? Uh, waterproof shoes. I mean, <laughs> I have them, but I think that I need another one. And then, you know, there are some direct-to-consumer brands that I follow. I think those are the... Um, the thing is like personally like we don't do gifting anymore because it became such a hassle to be able to you know buy things and pack down for the family members we only do it for the kids but for myself I'm just thinking about maybe a waterproof pair of boots I mean I have boots literally looking thinking about one specific brand direct to consumer oh, okay. you know you cannot really 
find it in any you know, of the retailers and things like that. So all right, cool. Last but not least, is there any fun facts you would like to share with our listeners regarding Black Friday? It could be personal, it could be from your professional perspective. I will say that you know, don't check your phone. Don't check your email. Don't go on social media during Black Friday. You will be bombarded. And <laughs> I'm not saying it from my perspective because I think that some of us are, you know, we're thinking about economic recession. We're thinking about the global markets, inflation and war in Ukraine. And that maybe possible things are happening in, you know, Pacific, China and supply chain issues and everything else. I am trying to avoid that noise as much as possible. Not really going into newsletters or you know things like that because unfortunately that's the time of the year every possible brand that you share email with or had any interaction will try to get your attention that's we are living in the society is the intent time and attention are the most important things these are not going to go away there is always a sale literally there's no one pays the full, full price anymore for my daily life. I just went into a sh- store over the weekend, brick and mortar store. I wanted to buy some kids clothing and uh, maybe something for myself. I get the catalog and I looked at it, but I didn't even notice there was 40% off. And when I went in there, they were like, oh yeah, we have a sale 40% off. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Sweet. Uh, but you know, it's usually that whenever you go to any of the stores, there's a special sale happening. As you know, that things cost money and then it's like, you know, if it, something costs $10, it's not going to go to $2 because if it's Black Friday, it's going to go to maybe 6 and 7 You know, you might be able to catch those deals any of any time of the year or similar ones. I mean, unless that you're looking for a very like high resolution TV or a laptop, but then you're stuck to that choices that are available to you on that specific day, which I really don't like to uh, shop anyway. Yeah, I mean, you know, if I see any shoes, I'll definitely buy um, during Black Friday. But spending money is, of course, good for the, you know, receiving the the retail money, e-commerce money is good for the companies. But in the meantime, like from the consumer perspective, I I really understand that, you know, everyone has their own unique situation and could be good for them to have Black Friday getting good deals for the kids or family members or things like that. But for me, I'm trying to just avoid it as much as possible. (laughs) Well, I know you're very busy and uh, really appreciate your time. Uh, Thank you very much for being with us. It was a great pleasure. I would like to thank you. Owner, thank you so much for having me. Really big fan of Segmentify and then your analytics tool, Trendify. And then it's something that I use at work to be able to understand uh, the trends and then how we can really improve our personalization. Um, So yeah, thank you so much having me here today and sharing my story with you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.